0: Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Brooklet Games. Go to patreon.com backslash Brooklet Games for beautifully crafted content that provokes creative problem solving and dramatic scenarios. Brookletgames.com, find zines and more. Patreon.com backslash brookletgames. <laughs> Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards! I am your host, Logar the Barbarian, and it's Zine Thursday! Today, the zine I have for you is called Stratham Valley. Now, before I get into talking about it, I want to I want to put something out there. I'd be curious to hear what folks thought of it. Is I, I I've I've uh, I've been thinking about doing a few other zines here and there that are not necessarily game zines because we've focused mostly on game zines here since we started. But I have some other zines laying around that I run across every now and then. I think I might try to pull out and go over, maybe talk about, and give my opinion on, like I do with these game zines and thoughts on. Uh, so if you're interested in that, just let me know somewhere on social media or or shoot us a message on the on the website. Uh, you can reach us at wobbliesandwizards at gmail.com. And just let us know what you think of that idea. I'd be curious to hear what my listeners thought. So now for Stratham Valley. I backed this on Kickstarter. It came in, I think, this last week. And uh, I got this nice little card. It's written and designed by William Watson. William Watson at B A R C O O O O O. There's quite a few O's there. Have, maybe maybe I'll have to. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I, I I can't catch the exact number there. It's confusing to my eyes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, William. So and it was nice. I really appreciate it. it came with a little handwritten card that says, uh, "Thank you for supporting Stratham Valley." I hope you like it, Billy. And the I I didn't bring my reading glasses here again. I should have. Y'all, I'm sorry for those days that I don't bring my reading glasses when I start come to record, especially when I'm doing a zine review. I might have a few issues here today. <laughs> so I'm going to jump into the zine, Stratham Valley. And this was also hand numbered at number 117 uh, from William Watson. The editor and layout, Annalise Ross. Hex map illustrations by Lucas Gear. Now, this is compatible or made for. DERF. So let's talk about that for a minute. What is DERF? Some of you probably know because a lot of you are into these these uh, OSR old school games and whatnot. You can find Derf. Uh, I believe there's physical copies at LFOSR that you can pick up of DERF. There's also uh itchio if you want to just snag a uh a, a PDF of it. It's a rules uh sort of, I wouldn't say retro clone, but an OSR-style game, kind of along the lines of the NSR games, taking, well, it, it says, it's, let me read to you what it says about itself. Durf is a rules light dungeon fantasy RPG in the veins of games like Nave, Troika, and Into the Odd. This game uses a mix of OSR elements like risky combat, simple stats, and prepping before an expedition and more modern ideas like reducing bookkeeping quick character generation a simple advantage system etc to make the game easy to pick up and move along smoothly and it's only like 12 total pages zine size so that's actually like three pieces of paper if you staple it together so you can find girf quite a, durf, you can find durf quite a few places online if you go to look. i would be curious to run this with durf now, this was made for what Zine Quest was that the recent most recent one, I believe. Was that three or four? I can't. Zine Quest four. And what it is is a it's it, I wouldn't call it as much of a hex crawl, the, although it does give you a hex map. And that I it came with a hex map, a full color hex map. It's an eight and a half by 11 print. It's it's nice, it's got this good, uh, greenish color scheme to it. It's a it's a cool illustration for the hex map. Very creative. I appreciate it. It's also on the back, the hex map is, without the labels on the back of the zine. Full zines, black and white. It's got a lot of public domain art that they used in it. And it's it's got its own feel, its own flavor. Now, I don't know if I was reading more into it and inserting my own stuff into it when I was reading it, but it reminded me of certain things and gave me the... the uh, the vibe of certain things that I'm familiar with that I can see that I can kind of associate with this, but I may have just been adding my own stuff as I read. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that I would run this necessarily as just a hex crawl going from place to place, but, uh, but a, a looser hex crawl. It reminds me a lot of how some of the stuff I was running for forbidden lands was laid out for an adventure and each of the hexes has its own little segment from that, from there where it tells you what's there. Now, I'm going to rewind and give you the overall view. There's this really cool demon angel thing going on in it. Hark! The demon can be defeated. You must have faith that Archangel Perpetual will guide you as they have guided me. Fall not. For the fell tricks of the cold-blooded fall, not for the violence of the rabid wolves to the East. We must stay resolute for their light only shines for those who earn it. Now, when you run into the angel itself, okay, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers all over this. And I'm going to try some of these spoilers. I'm not going to give up. There's a few things I'm going to try to refrain from giving up. But when you actually run into the angel, it's like a pillar of light type of angel with eyes and wings Reminds me of like how a lot of, how like they talk about the biblical angels being so bizarre. So the archangel itself in here and reading it, I kind of maybe adding my own stuff again into it, but the angel seems devious to me. But this demon angel thing isn't it isn't it's just the beginning of what's happening because you've got this whole like there's this, there are cults that have summoned a demon, so there's evil things lurking here, and from this rise vampires versus werewolves. And it's got a lot of horror elements throughout it. I wouldn't say it's Ravenloft; it definitely has its own feel. There's definitely one of the hexes that, for some reason, when I was reading through the this this Manor or whatever, I I kept on seeing like movies like Eyes Wide Shut or even Interview with a Vampire or something going on in my head with this. It, it, it's a unique feel to it. The way I was, I was picking up the vibe as I was reading, but I may have been reading my own stuff into it again. <laughs> there are, there are, there are, there are good encounters in each of these hexes for the most part. Um, Some of them, I don't want to, I don't want to give up too much about because it will ruin it. Beginning of the book has names and traits for characters. Uh, then it has, Has uh has the map keyed out, and then you move on. There's the brief history and the introduction, and you get to a page for rumors and stuff. I think I may have overskipped. The rumors is before that, so you got rumors and you got hooks. So how to draw your characters into this? Um, the hooks kind of make it a little less hex crawly in my mind because you're kind of like throwing out that like reason to go there and explore. That's not a negative. A lot of times I'll pick up a zine. I'm like, oh, this could be a good one shot. I can make a one shot out of this. I can't make a one shot out of this. But I'll tell you what I can make and what goes through my imagination when I was reading this here, prepping for this. I I saw a few different things. I said, hey, I'd love to pick up Durf and just play through this and see how it goes. With what's just in this book, there's easily a mini campaign of four to five weeks, maybe even more depending on where the players go and as we build on it as they explore the hexes. But I'm also looking at this like I could easily use this with any OSR or other fantasy role-playing game out there. There's a bestiary at the back of this where you get the the Archangel's uh, stats for Durf and a bunch of other creatures' stats for Durf as well. One of these things is really strange that you get stats for it's the uh like a like a like a just tore up contorted deer flesh projecting a rotten deer heart That's how it's described. A spirit of twigs and contorted deer flesh. So a strange nightmarish thing. Uh there's a lot of horrible, evil, nightmarish things, and and I even find the angels a little frightening, but as I was saying, because I kind of got off track there. One of the things that was going through my mind is how I could make a huge campaign out of this book. Cause there is like a lot of towns and stuff. And like, when I get to them, if I'm running this, I'm probably going to pick out some of my city books, some of my encounter books and stuff like that. And add to the role play in those and flesh those out. That's definitely what I'd want to do. So it gives a good chassis. We'll say to fit other things into as well, where you can expand on these towns and, and blow them up. Some of the things I like are some of the cults in here, because I've run into cultists in a lot of modules. and she says cultists, cultists, cultists doing ritual. And, and, but for some reason, the way that the rituals are explained in here, the difference between the like the way that the what the cults are doing, it 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 evokes a different feeling for the cultists for me. They're not just like a generic cultist that I always picture like with a with a hood over their head. I've got, like, Stuff in here going on that's very wicker man at some points. And then you move along and there's some very sinister blood sacrifice, human sacrifice cults that have their own feel uniquely to them. They're all they're sacrificing at this altar of this demon, this blood-soaked altar in the forest, flanked by two statues. One statue shadows a young boy, and the other depicts an archangel, shows a young boy, and the other depicts an archangel. The archangels throughout here a lot. Now, a lot of these places, too, as you go to these different hexes, there are folks who are looking for different things. There's a lot of interesting, unique magic items in here and other sort of quests that folks can be sent on to. So aside from just the random rumors table at the beginning that can send you on different directions throughout this, there is also a lot of different uh, hook line and sinker type stuff happening in the different hex areas and the different towns and stuff and people looking for things that you might be able to go after so there's lots of reasons to send your adventures and your players out for adventure. I overall I like it. It, it it's a, it's a good adventure. It's solid and like I said, I can, it can ex- be expanded on a great deal. Now, I'm going to talk a bit to the horror elements of the of the different you got the, I will said the Draculas The vampires and the werewolves And stuff going on in here But then you have a lot of other different horror elements Peeping into it as well Like I said at one point in time There's a very Wicker Man element This is definitely, I would classify this In the fantasy realm As a horror uh, A horror game More so than just regular fantasy Like I said, it's not like Ravenloft, but Ravenloft would be in that vein or that That genre of fantasy That you'd find there There's all, like, so there you're gonna run into A graveyard of the angels uh, A vast pasture that was Used as the battleground between angels And demons before Nebrox Was vanquished uh, There's all, the magic Items are pretty abundant There's a lot of them that you're gonna run into One was interesting I, I don't wanna spoil it, but the Hairpin of Coupling I guess I will spoil it. It's a hairpin being used by someone in there too, whoever it stabs, uh, that you can take their appearance of. There's a breastplate for one of the was it one of the demons or the angels or something along like that. There's some curses in here that you're gonna probably throw at your players that I can see as being really out there, but could be fun in game to see what happens as well. Uh curse of the demon, you become a supernatural being. Any other supernatural beings linked to the demon. Mainly vampires and werewolves will roll reaction at plus four whenever you are around. The archangel and any members of the watch will roll reactions at negative. You are immune to all other curses. Once per day, you may drink human blood to enter a feral state for 1d4 rounds. While feral, you may climb any surface and are able to communicate with beasts as if they are lifelong friends. You also grow bat wings and can glide. So there's some horrible things that can Or horrible, wonderful, interesting things That can happen to you in here Overall, it's a good little It's a good zine And I would say that I would be, in running this I would be tempted to expand on it It gives a good outline For the game for you to build upon And I would definitely Be building upon these now, if I ran this in four to five weeks as a mini campaign, I would probably have to skip over portions because my players would not take every little bit of bait that I threw out there. But like I said before, you could easily expand this to a full campaign campaign and see where it goes. I could see these a lot of these different places and different char- characters and different demons and monsters growing on to be a much larger story Especially if you're running something that's a little more player autonomy-based and stuff like that, where they're kind of taking the adventure, the direction they want to take. So Stratham Valley, definitely a good little zine. You can pick it up on Itch. I'll put a link to the page there on Itch where you can find it. I'm not sure where you're able to find a... Print copy, if I run across a place where they're selling print copies, I will make sure I put that in the show notes as well. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook, search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at LogarHaleCrom. I'm on TikTok too now at LogarHaleCrom. We're on Patreon, and we can really use the support if you like what you're hearing here every day. Uh, give us a little support we can use it to keep it going patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards and as always keep those dice rolling